Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to this special five-part podcast series, which I do in conjunction with David Greenberg, Special Advisor at LRN. We take a look at the white paper published by LRN entitled, What's the Tone at the Very Top? The Role of the Board of Directors in Overseeing Ethics and Compliance. It's clear with each new headline, there's a crisis in corporate leadership. You name the scandal. Me Too, retaliation against those who speak out, unrealistic financial targets, and pressure to meet them, toxic workplace cultures. But what about uh, each one of these questions raises the larger question of where was the board? So what's the tone at the board and what are corporate boards doing? In this special five-part series, we take a look at why tone at the top is so important, understanding and game planning uh, for your board of directors, why CCOs do not have enough time and enough depth with the board, what are the metrics uh, that a board should be looking at, and how should boards hold senior management accountable, and finally, what's the road ahead? It's a fascinating exploration of a very timely topic I know you'll enjoy this special five-part podcast series. This special five-part podcast series on the role of the Board of Directors in a best practices compliance program is a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. Episode one, introduction, and welcome to the tone at the very top. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. And I'm extraordinarily pleased and excited because I have back with me David Greenberg. David is a special advisor to LRN, and we're going to take a deep dive in this podcast series on the LRN white paper, which is entitled, What's the Tone at the Very Top? The Role of Boards in Overseeing Corporate Ethics and Compliance. So, David, uh, first of all, welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time to do this podcast series with me. Great to be here. So, David... um, I'd like to start with um, really uh, what's uh, not only your view, but what did the report show of the role of the board for compliance? In that? I mean, I think it's, it's both important and straightforward. The boards are the ultimate guardian of company integrity and reputation, and they really do set a very important tone from the very top. CEOs and their management teams are extremely aware of what the board is looking at, talking about, what their priorities and focus um, is. And so you are starting from behind if that tone from the very top doesn't speak to the issues of integrity, ethics, and compliance. The, the second thing I'd say about the role of the board is that if you want to be a little more legalistic and rigorous, um, you can say that the law says the board needs to do this. Regulators of every kind say so, and experience tells us that that's the story. Every scandal and major corporate misstep always comes down to this question. Where was the board? What were they doing? What did they know? When did they know it? How did they act? Why didn't they act? 
And smart boards know this. Less smart boards often learn it by hard experience when something goes wrong. So I just think that the whole architecture of this question starts with, does the board get it? Does the board act on it? And does the board follow it? So within that context, David, um, what's really the the active oversight or uh, how can a board and why should a board actively oversee in addition to kind of the broader uh, uh, strategic uh, and legal reasons you gave? What about the actual oversight? Oversight is um, comes down to does the board take the proposition that it needs to set the tone for company integrity and ethics and compliance and then translate it into expectations of management that have to be come alive in strategy, tactics, action, and behavior. Um, I mean, if you, if you do step back a bit and say, what are the times we're living in and why is this so important? I think you have to recognize that the world is changing and fast and it's not going back. Um, we're in what my colleague Dove Seidman, LRN's founder, calls a moral moment. We're, we're able to see inside companies um, as never before. We're interconnected as never before. Expectations of companies are sky high, particularly in light of the lack of trust in other major institutions. And a failure in ethics and compliance, as we see far too often, is more devastating uh, to both corporate reputation and to the bottom line than it ever was before. So boards need to make integrity a priority or it won't be a priority for the management teams. And, you know, the poor chief compliance officer in that context is really starting off with one hand tied behind her back. What did the... Um report find in terms of disconnects between the ENC function and the board of directors or what disconnects have you seen David I think the biggest disconnect is that there's no real living relationship in most cases between boards and chief compliance officers and the compliance and integrity function and activities ethics and compliance is just not generally part of the core board working relationship with the company. If you compare the relationships between boards and ethics and compliance and boards and finance or boards and legal or boards and internal audit, you immediately see, you know, an incredible contrast. And, you know, as we'll talk about later, boards and committees are incredibly busy. Um, agendas are jammed. There are so many mandatory things that have to be done that certain things that don't have a history and don't you know, feel as um, urgent in the moment really get left behind. And I think that's the fundamental disconnect that then leads to more disconnects, which is boards don't make the connection often 
between ethics and compliance and business strategy. Boards don't understand, in most cases, ethics and compliance strategy and tactics and the real mechanics of how you, you know, get a great job done in creating the right ethical um, climate in a company. And boards lack a framework. They lack a game plan. They even lack the right kinds of metrics for doing their oversight job. And I guess it's implicit in everything I've said, but they don't devote the time or make it a priority. And that attitude inevitably, sometimes invisibly, you know, without purpose or intention, cascades down through senior and middle management. So that, from our study, actually, you know, led most chief compliance officers really to just be making a plaintive cry for more time and attention and focus and understanding. And while it wasn't true in all circumstances, and there are some shining examples of boards that get the relationship right and there isn't a disconnect, the majority situation um, was really, really sad. David, you started off by talking about the board as, I hope I got this right, the ultimate guardian of a company's reputation. Um, how do we get this message to boards of directors that the compliant, the ethics and compliance function and the CECO uh, and the corporate di- compliance and discipline are all tools for the board to use to help uh, protect that reputation? I, I mean, I think one very useful approach would be to look at something that compliance practitioners know very well, which is that the expectations are not just that employees be trained about risks and ethics and compliance, but that, you know, the ultimate overseer, um, the responsible, the ultimate responsible party, the board, be trained. And I think that we need to open board's eyes to what good looks like and how they ought to be doing this job. And now I think boards understand why integrity and doing the right thing is important, but we've done a very poor job of kind of building a bridge between that and corporate strategy and how this fits into corporate strategy. So I, I think in some ways we have to start off with better education for boards. David, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time, uh, but I've been visiting with David Greenberg, and we started our exploration of the LRN white paper, <clears throat> What's the Tone at the Very Top? I hope you'll join us again tomorrow for our next episode where we talk about board understanding and game plan. David, thank you. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of my five-part exploration of what's the tone at the very top, Boards of Directors and Compliance with David Greenberg, Special Advisor to LRN. I hope you'll join us again for another episode. We're going to link to the report in the show notes, so you should definitely uh, check it out. It's got a lot of great information. This special five-part series on Across the Board has been a presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.